0: Pushing the right button this time. Um, I want to thank you all for coming out to December's Gotchia Family Summit. Today, I will be going over pretty much everything that we had in our CNR notes. I will be recording this to put it online later so the people that missed it can listen in and figure out what was said. Um, We're going to purposely delete all of the juicy parts. That way, they show up next month. Before I get started, I'll let you all know we will be meeting again on January 5th at 6 p.m. with um, marked calendars. Uh, we're going to turn this into a monthly thing, so feel free to save up your questions, bring them to the meeting, and I'll try to answer them as best as I can. The first tidbit of, of news I want to cover is that our family got three new babies this month. Clan um, Orton had a baby, Dargren had a baby, and um, Erica had, had a baby. Um, So it's rather neat. They all kind of came out in succession. Um, Erika's, I believe, was the first, followed by Clans and then Dargrens. And it was literally as I was writing the newsletter, babies were getting spit out. So (laughs) I'm like, wow, how long is this newsletter going to have to be? So congratulations to you all. I'm I'm really happy for you. I know that the the insomnia is probably going to take over any day now, and you're going to be banging heads against tables, and uh, we'll be here to help you pick up the pieces. So if you need any help, just lean on us, we're here for you. I also want to say congratulations for Powerfly's successful operation, and I hope he returns to us soon. Um, It really was good news to hear that he's back out of the hospital and doing well. Um, Obviously, Pops is back with us, and it's great to have him here. Um, Glad to see you're better, Pops.
1: Thank you. I'm but what did I say, two operations, and... uh... 20 days out of 30 in a hospital during the month of November, it can only get better.
0: Amen, brother. So this year, we're going to try to do a new little tradition. Um, If you peruse our forums at all, you'll notice that we have a 2012, uh, gosh, a holiday party up on there. We're going to be hosting parties across the U.S. We have Portland, Oregon, Dallas, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, and Bloomington, Minnesota currently on the books. We're open to the idea of having one in other locals, but we'll need somebody willing to organize and mobilize. Um, we'll be meeting at these locations that are on our forums, um, and we'll be holding a White one gift exchange with a maximum present limit of $20 per present. Um, we're hoping that it's just a good time for you to meet your local area, Goshkia and have a good time doing it. Um, we're also going to be holding a in-game get-together in Rift on the 16th. Um, The holiday party is on the 15th at 6 p.m. local time. So if you're in one of those areas, do check the forums. It'll be at 6 p.m. local time and there'll probably be a handful of Dashkia willing to say hi. If you can't make one of those events and still want to be in the holiday season and help us support, um, it's locked on our homepage, Foxy. So, Go to the homepage, log in, there'll be a Goshkia family holiday party post. It is also that time of year for us to do our uh, game developer appreciation event called the Cookie Zerg. Uh, each year we try to target our companies that have supported us or are in the process of supporting us by sending them our thanks in the form of sugary delights. On December 17th, I'm going to ask that you mail cookies to try on ArenaNet or Online, whichever you prefer. Uh, And please enclose a little letter to tell them that you appreciate all the work they're doing and that we are continuing our support with them. Uh, This is a great way for us to get to know developers and get developers to know us. Um, This is exactly what landed us so many opportunities with ArenaNet in the first place. Um, Roger getting the server named after him was predominantly because of our cookies herb that we did back last year. So um, I want to highly encourage you guys to participate in this, even if you have to order some cookies through Amazon or something and ship it over. I have all the addresses on the forums. Again, you should be able to see it from the homepage. They're all sticky. Just look for cookies herb. Um If any of you have Safeways nearby, they have a special this year of 50 fresh baked cookies for $5. Um, I think Don and I are going to be hitting that up in bulk and uh, mailing off Hellhunter cookies. So, uh, that should be fun.
2: We're filling up the back of my pickup.
0: The hard part's going to be getting them all home without eating One other tidbit that we're doing here in um, December is that we're holding a official Gashkia 2013 t-shirt design contest. This year, we're splitting up a t-shirt into four squares. Each square representing a different aspect of our family. We have the Adventure Square, which we're trying to get the best Celtic Dragon illustration. Uh, the Conquest Square, which is going to be the best Castle illustration. The Fellowship Square, which is the best Gashkia-Stein illustration. And the Charity Square, which is the best teddy Bear illustration. These four symbols are going to go on the back of the t-shirt and kind of represent our family in a Live Epic t-shirt that I'll be posting up on Zazzle for you guys to order if you want. Um, whoever wins each of those four boxes will receive 3,000 contribution points. Um, anyone that submits an entry will receive 1,000 contribution points. Um, feel free to submit multiples. Uh, it, it'd be really awesome to have some, some of our family design some pretty nice little squares. Um, I think it's kind of like... Our version of a quilt. <laughs> It'll be nice to see all our art. You just design one. And it basically, um, we're going to try to take the best for each one of those squares. So if you want to design all four, you can. And the elders will select the top four for each of those. Now, if I get flooded with submissions, I might do two shirts. I don't know. So uh, it just depends on how many we get and what we have. So in Rift, we are going to be continuing our Assault on Storm Legion, um, most likely through the end of December. Um, That's going to be every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. We'll be running around doing zone invasion, Rift Hunts, Onslaughts, and pretty much killing anything that looks at us funny. So feel free to join us in Rift for that event. We'd be happy to have you. Um, I would also like to try to encourage anyone that has the ability to summon higher-level Rifts uh, for the Rift Hunts, So please come out. We'd like to uh, pop one totally insane, incredibly hard uh, Rift and see how we can stack up against it. Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Death is always fun. It's a good laugh. And again, if you're in Rift, we're going to be doing a holiday party in-game 6 p.m. PST on December 16th. Um, We'll be in our dimension for that. Um, Just pop in to guild chat or Tuafe, and we'll give you directions on how to get there. For those of you that are in Guild Wars 2, we have united our family by playstyle. What we mean by that is that we used to have Annie where all the veteran members go, and the problem that we were finding was with all the new members in two rooms and all the veteran members in another room, the responsibility of training the new members was falling entirely on the eldership, um, and that was quite an undertaking. So what we did was we moved all our veteran members back into those first two rooms, to help give a little guidance to the new people so that they don't feel so isolated and off on their own. By doing that, we've had to kick in the 45-day inactivity policy where if you don't log into the website within 45 days, you'll automatically be removed from the active roster. Now, if this happens, don't panic. Just simply re-log into the website and you're instantly added to the queue to be re-invited. This allows us to create a kind of a revolving door that allows people to leave and come back as needed all you have to do is click on the Guild tab, accept your invite, and join up again as soon as you come back. And everything's back the way it was. Uh, this does not affect your membership status at all. Uh, it just gives us enough of a leeway so that we can keep recruiting people into the family and bringing people in, having a good time without worrying about capping out. Um, in addition to having the two family rooms per se, we added the Worldview World room, which is gosh getting a and the PVE room, which is Josh Gave Anu. Um, those two rooms, if you have on your profile marked that you like PVE, you'll automatically receive a okay. invite to Anu um, upon upon reaching the rank of Lord Gare. If you have a Worldview or the PVP flag checked on your profile, it'll automatically send you an invite or a roll as soon as you turn Lord Gare. Um, Both of these specialty rooms have a 14-day inactivity policy. If you are not logging into the website within 14 days, you'll automatically be removed from those two rooms to allow more people to come in. Realize that we are trying to fit two entire guilds' worth of people, almost a 1,000 people, into each one of those rooms, which has a 500-person cap. We have to keep it pretty tight on who's active and who's not. So, And being there is no way in-game for us to tell that, we have to use the website. So, um... If you want to keep your status in those rooms, just keep logging in the website. Pop on once a day. See what's up. See if anything's changed. Um, you know, post on the forum. Say, hey, I'm going to go see Hobbit next week. You know, whatever. Just come by. Say hi. Let us know that you're still alive. And that will always be there for you. Otherwise, if you get removed, just log back into the website. You'll automatically get that in the way. In addition to that, um, I... Took some time to write up kind of the Goshkia Commander Toolkit. This is very important for anyone that plans a leading worldview world in the, basically under the Goshkia's name. I need you all to read that and be sure that you're, you're abiding by it. Uh, we have recently had some pretty rough areas between us and some of the other guilds on Sanctum of Raw. Um, this is pretty much every. RBR game, we've always experienced this because some people just don't see the difference between having fun and winning, and um, sometimes they don't go together. So it's it's really we want to be the group that is showing everyone a good time. We're focusing on keeping people. Sorry, I had a banner user, but we want to keep everyone friendly, um, keep them very welcoming to the community. Josh has always been about keeping an open door for everyone so that if you're a goshia or not a you can come participate in our events, have a good time with us, have some laughs, you know, go do whatever you can. Um, that toolkit will basically guide anyone that's trying to lead, um, basically what our policies are, how, how we handle ourselves on the battlefield, you know, what is our communication policy. I don't expect you to, you know, be on Mumble and TeamSpeak and Redco all at the same time and juggling all this stuff in your head. No, I don't need you to do that. All I need you to do is say in chat, hey, I'm going here. Let them know through chat. And if you do it through chat, then you're fine. You know, it may not be what they want, but it'll it'll at least be a bridge between you and them. And we don't want to seem like we're just isolationists. Um, On the same note... When you're participating in an event with the family, I want to ask that everyone ask for an event invite, not a Gsch invite. When you say Gsch invite, it sounds like a guild-only thing. When you ask for an event invite, people are curious and they'll ask what event, and then you can explain to them what we're doing. Um, it's a much more welcoming and feeds on the curiosity aspect. Um, so try to ask for an event invite, and that way we can keep everyone involved. Lastly, for Guild Wars 2, we have this month's um, new commander. I don't even think he knows yet, but um, the eldership has decided that Clan Norton deserves a book for his trying to lead on off peak hours, um, kind of odd hours, but that comes with the baby territory. So um, we are really trying to beef up our off hours war force, and I think having Clan Norton have a book will definitely help things. So, congratulations, Clan Norton.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I was not expecting that whatsoever. I want to have a baby now. (laughs) Okay. No.
3: Congrats, clan. I'm both the baby and the book.
1: Thank you. It's
0: got the two Bs now. Um, I know when I had my daughter, Allie, I became a pretty severe insomniac. My daughter would wake up every four hours like clockwork, um, up to the point that she was four years old. So I would usually stay up till about one AM when I knew she'd wake up. I'd feed her, change her, get her ready for bed, go power nap, and then wake up again at like about five, feed her, change her, um, go back to sleep, but all the way up till one AM I'd end up playing MMOs to keep myself awake. So um yeah, it was it was pretty tough, you know. It was uh my ex wife didn't want anything to do with my daughter, so it was pretty much me being mom every four hours and that was quite rough. I really learned how to power nap. And I feel for you, clan. I'm learning how to power nap. I'm really if, learning uh, how to power nap. My word of advice is if the baby's sleeping, you're sleeping. <laughs> so I think that pretty much covers up all our news. We're going to open up the channel now. And if you have a question you would like to ask, please type it into chat and I'll do my best to answer. Actually, before we go that far... Let me pop open our little discussion and get you guys talking a little bit. So, first of all, is there anyone here that is planning on going to one of the, gosh, family parties around the U.S.?
4: I'll try to get my dad to let us go.
0: Do you know which area you're closest to?
4: May- I live in Florida, Bradenton, Florida, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, Florida, nothing That's close. I would like to have a Florida meetup, yeah. meet but I haven't had anyone that has the time or the effort to be able to do it yet.
2: Yeah, I would go to one if I could. There's one closer. Uh, I'm like in the middle of Georgia, pretty much.
0: Are you north or south Georgia?
2: South of Atlanta in Peachtree City. It's like 30 minutes south of Atlanta. Yeah, I'm of Georgia. Oh. Yeah, I... Yeah, there's one closer in there.
0: I figure this is going to be a pilot, and, you know, if it really works well and we actually get some people showing up to these, then, you know, next year we can really make a bigger push and push it out earlier and start arranging people to basically take over certain areas, schedule things. You know, pizza joints work really well because they don't usually have assigned seating. Uh, You can basically just go in, order what you want, and, you know, take up a bench or two, you know?
4: Uh,
2: Do we have anywhere, like, where we know... A grouping of where most of our members are.
0: Yes the on the website. Wise. You can go to um, the about section and you'll see demographics. Okay. And on that can page you can actually see the, the number. It, w-
3: <laughs>
0: it won't show you who's near you. It'll just show you how, yeah, many. how many Right. Of course everyone going there at the same time might drop the website, but you know what I
2: mean. <laughs> Quick, everyone go. <laughs> but uh
5: are most of us like East Coast, or West Coast, or Canada, or...
0: We are... We've got a lot in the Pacific Northwest, we've got a lot in Texas, um, a lot in the Florida area, um, quite a few in California, but we're, we're spread out pretty evenly.
5: Okay. Throughout the world in some cases.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot internationally as well, I mean, we have 77 Australians.
5: Wow.
6: I think being spread out is part of what makes us great.
0: Yep, you get all kinds of culture. Yeah, California, Texas, Florida, Washington, North Carolina, New York, Pennsylvania, and Georgia are our top. And that's What's of the,
4: the six, people. Is it the 16th or the 15th, the Christmas party?
0: Saturday the
4: 15th. I might be able to convince my parents to maybe we can have it here, but it depends on how many people come. Or something, because I have a nice-sized house, but...
5: I would talk
0: it over with Is them. You, I wouldn't advise I having it in your personal home unless you're okay. really sure. Because I mean, these are people that you don't know. I mean, I'd like to True. think everyone's good, but you know, throwing your address out there for the entire community to see, I'm not sure how you know how secure you are about okay.
4: that. I'd pro- There's a Pizza Hut near us, so I'll talk to my parents. See what they think. If they say yes. Yeah, it's got to be their call. I'll set it up. And I'll help them set it up. But other than that, that's all I can do. So more Florida people can come, so they don't feel nowhere or whatever. Well, if you're
0: in uh, North Florida, should... you you might be able to grab some of the Georgia people too,
1: and the South what? Alabama. People.
4: Yep. I'll
7: try. Yeah, I'm a tild- I'm a, I'm a little too far in North Georgia.
5: You're probably closer to Nashville, aren't you?
7: No, I'm about a uh, forty-five minutes, half hour above Atlanta.
2: Yeah, it's relatively close to uh, Nashville. At least you don't have to go through Atlanta. That's not fun.
7: No, well, it's not that bad. If you live here, you know you know how to get around it.
2: Well, I never go up into Atlanta except very south of it to get to work. So
5: with Atlanta,
2: have very crowded. <laughs> uh uh-huh. maze of one-way streets. <laughs>
7: Yeah, I used to do a lot of utility construction in Atlanta, so I learned my way around pretty good.
0: Okay, one other thing I wanted yeah, to bring up with everyone is to see if you guys that are playing um, Guild Wars 2 would be willing to start making some posts, you know, maybe once a week just poke it, poke in there and post on the com. Going to try for a really hard push to get that site off the ground and get it going. Um, the other half of our community is getting rather hostile and it's about time that we just call it quits trying to build a bridge there and just start focusing on what we're good at and building a community over here. So if I can get you guys' help to start up some conversations, reply to some conversations, introduce yourself, do whatever you want to do. Um, you know, let's get some discussion going with the rest of the Sankt Moral community over there. We have almost 500 registered people. So um, once it gets going, it should get going real well.
2: <laughs>
3: What website is this?
0: Sanctumofraw.com
2: sure, Okay. Sam, last week. Now that I have a, my computer back and it's working, I can actually start playing again.
0: I just typed the access code into the chat comments. Oh, and another tidbit of information, I want to let you all know that um, you can now register for events um, on the calendar. So this is basically an RSVP. If you see an event that you want to participate in, you can just click on the event. And then on the inside, you can click a button that says Request to Join. And that will add your name to the list of people that are signed up. And will notify the event leader that you're available. Um, if you're a raider and you're in Rift, um, this will let the, the event leader know that, hey, this person's available. And I'll show all your characters that meet the requirements of that raid um, next to your name. So it will not only say, you know, where in the previous one you would have one character listed this will list all the characters that are qualified so that, you know, maybe they don't have a room for a mage right now, but they have the, they're in dire need of a tank, and you have a tank, they can say, hey, can you play your tank? And then you can come along. Um, that way it's not so focused on one, um, one class, per se. So go ahead and give that a try. Sign up for some events, see what you think. Um, also, I had some other little bells and whistles for the event leaders that you'll find when you start doing the um, adding an event or editing an event.
6: More. Um, I actually had one question about the way leadership points work. If that's okay. Sure. Um, if say we're in Worldview World, and you've got um, and you've got an overall leader, and then you and then the overall leader decides to make a dagger squad. How does that work, um, as far as, uh, as far as the, the leader of the Dagger, sh- uh, the, I don't think so, but the leader of the Dagger Squad doesn't claim leadership points, right?
0: If the leader of the Dagger Squad is working underneath the main event leader, they get claimed as a, um, a co-lead, however, they need to be a free-standing, unit that is successfully taking objectives, um... It's not just, hey, I'm tired of following this guy around, so I'm going to go do my own thing and, um, you know, just lollygagging around, doing nothing. Um, it needs to be a, a party that is working underneath the leader's control, essentially. So while I'm out, like, if you look at our training night, for example, I've got me, Spartan, and Prissy. Those are the three leads. Prissy uh, and Spartan are my co-leads. Um, they're doing their own thing on their own chunk of the map but they're successfully pulling it off Um, as long as there are a total of four agastia or two off members as part of that that's basically a claimable unit Um, but you don't go and give co-lead credit to a bunch of people that are just following you around Um, that's highly frowned upon co-lead should not be used in a lot of situations Um, that pretty much is a, a freestanding unit. So they have to be completely freestanding of you, but still following your overall charge.
6: Okay, that makes complete sense. Thanks, Fog.
1: No problem.
0: So, let me try to catch up with some of these questions that were popping up here. The hostilities I mentioned were not between GW2 and Revoke. It was between the GW2 crew and a different crew on Sanctum Raw that transferred here and is trying to muscle their way around.
1: I don't know how well, I mean, I guess I don't I don't play enough to have known, but I'd never even heard of them really until your post. That's I guess that's how cool they are in my opinion.
0: Well, you know, I purposely have done my darnest to, you know, appease them, to be the the better player, you know, in, in regards, you know, if you look at what we did when we first came to Sanctum overall, we were playing on three battlegrounds at a time. We were on, you know, red, green, and blue, coordinating an assault on all three maps at the same time. Um, we got a big bunch of stink ideas over that. Um, you know, we got a lot of flack because people felt like we were hogging the entire battlefield, and no other, you know, leader could do anything because, gosh, he was basically hogging up the entire field. So I said, okay, fine. That, that's fair, so we'll pull back into one zone, and we'll go do one zone on our event ranks. So we started doing that, and that was kind of a, you know, hey, community wants to have, have be able to do their thing. We'll let them do their thing. Um, you know, later on, they started complaining about our members doing PvE in the PvP zone. So what did I do? I issued a statement saying no more PvE in PvP zones. But put the best foot forward and be nice and try to make everything work all right. Um, for those that were here during that period, that was a long time ago. That was like literally first, second month out the gate. Um, these guys came, transferred to our server from jQuery, which is a top tier group. And most likely what happened was they tried to muscle their way around that crew and they weren't buying it. Um, when they couldn't get their way, they stormed off joined some other, you know, low ranking group, which just happened to be us. You know, I I don't know why they decided to come to to Sanctum overall, but they did. And now I'm kind of hoping that, you know, either we get to the top tier and they finally say, you know what, we're going to leave this one too and jump ship again. Or, you know, they get fed up with us and leave. But either way, we're going to be here for the long haul. We got to make the best of it. You know, Um, these guys are hell bent on trying to destroy any image that we have on our server. And that's you know really disheartening. Being you know we spent so much time just getting this server, and now we've got this foreign force that is on our server trying to destroy the very thing that we created it for. You know, it's just not very community friendly.
1: Now, are they posted? Are they being hostile mostly on our on the Guild Wars Two forums? Is that where the where this is all kind of coming out, or is it? More so on the engine Sanctum of Rawl site,
0: um, which is now net. Um, that's the other one. They decided that they weren't going to use my Sanctum of Raul site because we were moderating it and we weren't going to put up with trolling. Um, so they said, screw that, we'll go do our own thing, and now they're basically turning into a giant cesspool of trolling. But, you know, um, that's where a lot of discussion is going, it's starting to bleed over to the official forums, um. It's just not good all around. I mean, they want us to be in their team speak, but the problem is is that their team speak is filled with vulgarities. I'm not going to subject my people to a bunch of vulgarities. Um, That's not how we roll. That's not very community friendly. They also want everyone. They literally told me that we suck too bad to be on the field, that we need to step off the field because we aren't good enough. I mean, quite honestly, that's just appalling that some foreign force comes into our home and tells us that we shouldn't be world be worlding because we aren't good enough to be there. Um, I'm sorry, that's not cool by me. It shouldn't be cool by you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't care uh, if you're Did you suggest
3: player. they go to a different server?
0: We tried. It's not going to do anything. We are going to have to wait this out and just write it out. Um, this is no different than when we were in Warhammer Online. We had Errorist who was hell-bent on destroying us.
1: in they're coming.
0: Uh, you know, it, it's... It's just going to be a matter of us enduring, and that's what it's always been. So let's just keep on going forward. Let's keep enjoying what we're doing. Let's go out there, have some fun, make some memories, make some friends, and, you know, try to grab as many of those pugs that feel the same way we do, and get them playing with us, you know, make them feel important. Um, it's not about who's best on the field. It's about... You know, having a fun time and making memories. I mean, I'd rather be last place oh, yeah. and have a great time doing it than be first place and be miserable.
2: <sighs> yeah, as just as Don't retaliate against anybody doing stuff and just, they said, wait it out.
0: Right. We just need to stick on the little blinders and just keep doing about our business the way that we do about our business and not worry about them. You know, uh... They're going to flame us on the forums, they're going to talk all kinds of trash, they're going to get real ugly in chat, they're going to send private tells, they're already blasting me and Spartan with tells, uh, telling us off anytime that we get on the field, um, let them, you know, who cares? Um, let them stomp their feet and cry, and we'll do our best to report them, um, but, you know, in the process, we're going to have to endure this, this is going to be a burden, it's not going to be fun at times but I know we can do this. We can, we can be the bigger one here and put our best foot forward and keep trying to help the community regardless of the tyrant
1: that's on our head. You know? Well, in my Killing opinion, the <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the ignore button is for and that's, uh, you know, that kind of thing. If somebody starts sending ugly stuff to me, I have no problem just putting them on my ignore list and recommending exactly. that to anybody else. One oh, of your rhymes sticks and stones.
6: Yeah, years the the thing the way
2: to get back at the trolls that are being mean is to not respond to them because they want you to engage them because then they can use anything against you that you say. So if you just completely ignore them, that is how you win against them
4: because it's just like
2: they're bullies and they're trying to bump up their ego by knocking down people so you have to have that
6: view don't feed the trolls and they'll starve
3: yeah i know when i zone when i'm playing like my mage my elementalist i zoned over in this battlefield and i'm checking what commanders are there and i see him and i leave and go somewhere else
0: (laughs) yeah and our our Leaders are, are pretty good at seeing where the the trouble spots are before we go and jump into that trouble spot. If we see certain leaders on a field, we'll purposely go somewhere else. Um, we as a family try to avoid stepping on other people's toes. We try to put our best foot forward. We try to not go into a... a area where there's some other commander trying to, to lead something we usually will go into a zone that doesn't have a commander at all or is the commander's off doing the jumping puzzle or something of that nature um we really don't like to we'll jump go on to a, a zone <laughs> that's full of people
1: well i have a a question that ties into that you touched on it earlier um if we're ready to move on i guess i didn't put it on in there but you talked about how um you know, staying away from doing a lot of PVE in the uh, WVW zones. Um, It's something I haven't done yet. I was waiting until I got to 80, but at some point I was kind of planning on going in there and uh, probably more solo than anything else. But I plan on going in and, you know, and getting the vistas and the skill points and stuff like that, you know, in certain times. Is that something that we're wanting to do maybe – taking off our guild tags, not representing while we're doing things like that? or, or something No, you're,
0: you're fine. The big problem was that we had entire groups of people farming karma by killing the centaurs, like, for four or five hours straight, and we're talking 40 people deep. Um, that was basically queuing up our side and basically promising our side a defeat. There was nothing we could do to win because we were eating up all the slots for doing PvE. So you gotcha. know, the guys that were trying to fight out there, they were going 10 on 40, and there was nothing they could do because the other people on the map weren't helping them. So it, it really looked bad in our image because we're this, just this crew that's out there pve
1: while everyone else is getting murdered. So basically, we just don't want a PVE Zerg out there, but if yeah. we want to go in and do some, some some PVE on our own time, you know. Right. The small scale's well, fine, you- but don't
0: do it in the giant herd. <laughs> gotcha.
5: There the- are some uh, great loot out there, but it's, yeah, just a lot of attention.
3: So you're going to get vistas and points of interest following a commander out there. They're going to be running through them.
0: Yeah, you'll get a lot of those. And if you say, hey, I need that skill point up there, a lot of us will take a detour. We'll get you on because a lot of times I'll use the skill point areas as kind of a staging ground where we regroup and stuff. So, you know, I'm more than happy to run you out there and, you know, take that down quickly. Right but for the most part, you yeah, know, we I just have to endure this. Um, you know, we're going to put our best before it and do what's right for the community. And when I say community, that doesn't mean everybody on Sanctum of Brawl. It's going to be the people who want to see... Sanctum Overall, flourish as a community, as a united front, not as a bunch of people that tell other people what to do. We're not in the business of telling people what to do. We don't expect other people to tell us what to do. Um, the day that you tell that you hear me tell a guild what they need to be doing is the day I should be resigning. So <laughs> that's just not something that we do, and we don't expect other people to do it to us. So, um, I know you know, telling... Telling me to issue a statement telling all gosh you to know, be off the, the world v world battlefield from a certain time to a certain time is it, just appalling to me. I don't I don't know why anyone would do that and I don't think it's fair to anyone. I mean we all paid to play that game.
1: You know, we all bought it. It's our right to be there. <laughs> well, if you
3: go on the sanctum of Rome map
1: I'm glad you laughed in his face, if nothing else, you know. Or 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 at least told him to pack sand. Yeah, and that's
0: essentially what I did. I said, fine, you know, I've been trying to work with you guys. You know, it's not doing anything. Every time I open my mouth, you guys are just sitting there trash-talking me over and over and over again. And it's just the same story every week. So I just finally say, you know what? Fine, you guys are on your own. We're going to do our thing. You're going to do yours. See you in the crossfire. (laughs) And honestly, I think we needed to because we were starting to lose who we were in the process of chasing this imaginary creature of, you know, peace between these two types of players, you know? It's just, you, you got the players that want to win at all costs, and then you got the people that want to have fun, the casuals, you know, the, the friendly bunch. And honestly, if we were number one right now, do you really think that we'd have the brotherhood that we have now? I mean, we will sacrifice that getting to number one. It will not be a game anymore. It will be literally a sport, <laughs> you know? And... I can tell you, I've been on first place teams before. I've been, you know, a champion before. And it doesn't feel very good. I mean, it's great to win the championship, but really, in the process, you're stripping down everything that makes you enjoy the game.
2: It's kind of like I do uh, play the League of Legends with friends, but I only ever queue up when I have a full group of friends. And we never do the ranked games because it's just not fun. Maybe people take it too seriously.
0: I don't know about you guys, but I don't know anyone here getting paid to play this game. And I don't think that this should be more stressful than your work. And that's just kind of, you know, where I stand on this.
4: I
3: said it before and I'll say it again. Staying with the uh, Zero Drama group is tantamount to staying in an abusive relationship.
0: Pretty much. So, we'll close that door and move on forward. Um, Does anyone have any things that they would like to see over the next year, of gosh, is there any ideas that you had or different things you'd like to see? Um, you now, if you have some vision of what you think would be really cool for us to add to the website or, you know, as something you're excited about, you know, or an out of game event, something of that nature, feel free to share. Um, I can tell um, you right now that our cookies erg was an idea by Connor. Connor basically said, you know, we should just, everyone always promises these guys, you know oh we'll send you some cookies and then there's no cookies and then they're all depressed because there's no cookies but well, what if we actually did send cookies and then we did send cookies and we hit twitters and facebook's and all kinds of stuff and they were really thrilled about it so uh you know that's how that idea started just by somebody saying hey this seems like a good thing to do you know
6: uh, do we want to do uh, go ahead uh, well, I just, I had an idea maybe for the, the jumping puzzles that I think are something that a lot of people have trouble with, but I was thinking one thing we could do is maybe have events where we, we can help people through the jumping puzzles, but also make the jumping puzzles into a bit of a race, maybe. Maybe we can see, have like, ha, have a, have a certain time where it's a race, and then for people who want just to just help get to the end of it, we can help them do that, maybe.
0: It would just take a person, to organize. I can tell you right now, my time is going to be rather limited. Um, I'm not really in either game a whole lot. The times that I have allocated are pretty much the only time I'm going to be able to be in game. Uh, My wife's currently between jobs, and I'm going to be supporting my family with my income alone. So I really won't have time to fuss around much in the next few months.
6: Yeah, I guess more. I was. Um, I I'd, I'd be willing to organize some of it. I I guess I was more wondering if anyone would be interested in that kind of thing. Maybe
1: sounds like a lot of fun. Actually, yes.
2: Yeah. Sure, I got a mesmer with portals. <laughs> oh, sure. I love pulling my hair out over and over again. That's a Okay then.
7: Any. I'm with you on that one.
6: Okay then. I'll 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 think about how I how to maybe set it up and then see what I can figure out.
0: Sounds good. It also, I'd like likely. to see more role play events going on, and I'm imagining that's in ripped
2: Do we ever have anything that's like a, uh, gosh, you getting together, like, play games other than the MMOs that we currently do? We
0: yeah, have some of us that MMOs group up on MMOs, Xbox. Um, there's a few of us that were playing uh, Red Dead Redemption together, and then Borderlands. Um, I know Defiance is coming out, uh, and if you magically find yourself with a invite for Defiance and they ask for what platform. If you do the Xbox platform, Don and I can play with you. Um, but um, we, have this, we have this program called the Sager Program where any Sager-ranked person can start a Sager in a game. Um, it's kind of like a secret gosh gift, but it absolves us of having to worry about our public image. If a Sager goes bad, at least it doesn't taint our name. Um, the the big thing with Gashia is that it's a brand, and as long as we can keep that brand clean, keep it respectful, keep it respected, game developers are going to continue to send us stuff for free. Um, there's been times, like with Rift, we got beta keys sent to us in bulk for us to pass out. Um, I must have distributed about 300 of those things. <laughs> so, you know, there's... There's a lot of opportunities that come with being respected among the gaming world. Um, A lot of gaming companies are coming to us now for advice or for people, whatever. Um, And we'll keep getting these opportunities. I'll keep passing down goodies. Um, I actually have some uh, rift keys for a special helmet that I'm going to be giving away. Um, Still trying to figure out how I'm going to give them away, being I don't have a lot. But, um... You know the, these opportunities come by having a good name. So to join us outside of game, outside of a, a avenue where we have supervision and we can control our reputation, we have the um, we have the sagers, and the sagers can be kind of a calling card. Where if you see one, you know it's made by Goshkin members. Um, so we'll definitely have a sager in defiance. He'll uh, be opening um, up as soon as it's
2: open. I mean, do you do stuff other than on Xbox, like other PC stuff?
0: Um, yeah, there's there's people all over the place. you just got to find someone that's willing to, to join up with you and do it. Um, there's fields on the on your profile that you can fill out. Um, eventually, I'll have pages that are specifically for each one. So if you click on Steam, you'll see all people's Steam names. Then you can basically friend list all the people that you want on Steam. Or if you want to do Xbox, you see all your Xbox names, etc, etc.
2: Okay. Maybe,
5: yeah, so I maybe have uh, you. Battlefield? Yeah, we
0: can do that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to, you know, just post up on the forums or something and say, hey, I'm playing this, anyone interested? You know, more than welcome to.
4: I do believe we have a decent handful of people playing uh, that new FPS Planet Planetside 2.
0: Well, we did until hey. the Firefall came out, and now everyone's going Firefall.
4: <laughs> Firefall's out?
0: It's in
1: beta. in beta. It's
0: in beta.
6: Yeah, I was about to say, I, I'm still handing out beta keys.
1: And what, in about a year, we we'll are all be in Elder Scrolls Online anyway?
0: <laughs> Man, I imagine that's going to hit us any way we go. Um, with <laughs> You know, I was like, oh, Skyrim this, Skyrim that, all these people talking. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. That's not going to be anything, you know? And then Skyrim comes out and like 30% population drop overnight. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, good. Yeah, I guess it was really good because entire like a good third of our family disappeared for months at a time. It was just amazing at how many people really love that series. So I imagine when the MMO version comes out, it's going to be like the holy apocalypse if we don't do something there.
5: <laughs> uh, is it free to play or pay?
0: They haven't announced the model. It's still a long ways off. We've got at least a year before it comes out. And Elder Scrolls does have PvP. It's built by the guys that literally invented RVR. Um, The guy that was in charge of the RVR team from Dark Age of Camelot. Um, After Trials of Atlantis and EA starting to do their shenanigans, he said, screw you guys out. Disappeared for about six years. Come to find out, he's been at that company since then, um, building his team, which he's hired um, his entire team out of EOC. That was his RVR team. He hired that entire team to help them build the game from the ground up. Um with the idea of having four hundred people on screen at any given moment. I personally got to go out there and see the game. I gotta to to participate in the little siege. It is phenomenal. Um they they've got a good thing going, but it's as I said, it's at least a year out, so who knows when that's gonna come out.
5: Is it like loto graphics or are we talking kind of Guild Wars like
0: It's like halfway between Rift and Guild Wars. Um it's okay. they're focusing on functional. It's not the most beautiful game, but it I mean, what I saw was like early alpha, so who knows what it's gonna look like when they get their polish run on. But um, I can't tell you. A letter to them. <laughs> Raiders are gonna be a static there's supposed to be uh what, five dungeons in each zone and the first twenty levels was five zones. <laughs> so it's there's gonna be a whole lot of raiding activity in that game. They've got Dungeons that are basically instanced. They've got dungeons that are open. They've got a dungeon that the further out you go, the more difficult it gets. The The furthest out areas require over 100 people to be able to topple. So um, there's going to be a lot of fun to be had there. So
7: Definitely sounds uh, like a bit like Dayok. Yeah, What's I think
0: the, that's
5: the definitely level cap? Than... Are at? Say what? What's the level cap? Have they not decided that yet?
0: I believe it's 50.
5: Okay.
2: Uh, Also, do they know if they're going to keep their combat system basically the same, like the way it plays?
0: I played it for about four hours, and I can tell you that touching, um, I started playing Morrowind again, and the combat system is very similar. I imagine it's pretty much what it is in um, Skyrim. They do have the quick bar like you have in Guild Wars 2. Um, There's only six icons and six skills that you can use. But anytime you can drop out of combat and change those skills on the fly just by clicking on them, you don't have to open up any windows or anything else. You just click on them, and basically all the skills that are available for that slot will be able to go in there. Um, there is no cooldown timers. Um, pretty much, you have stamina, and various attacks use a certain amount of stamina. When you run out of stamina, and you gotta wait for it to charge back up. The combat is a lot like kind of a, a hybrid between Guild Wars 2 and Rift. It's a little slower. It's not as twitchy as Guild Wars 2. Um, you do you will see a, a reticle on your screen. Um, that basically is when you press your, your 1 key. Like say I'm, I'm an archer. If I press 1, it's going to lock on to whatever target I'm pointing at right at that moment. And then whenever I'm pressing another key, it's going to keep shooting at that target. It basically is essentially your lock on button. Um... So don't get scared off thinking that this is going to be some kind of first-person shooter or third-person shooter. It's not really like that.
4: we yeah, turn in for the night. Good night.
0: Yeah, have a good
5: one.
4: Night. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey Ben, is there a healing
7: system very similar to Dayok, where you can't really heal if you're under like direct uh, attack?
0: Um, no, not really. Um, the really neat thing is that pretty much everyone can be anything. Um, as a mage, I can wear a plate. Um, I can use a great sword as a mage. Um, <laughs> you, basically, you have your class skills that you have and like the, the the path that you go um, as a mage. But then, based on what weapon you're using, you have two other skills that you can slot. And that's all just based on whatever weapon you're using. You also get stuff for equipping different armor. Like, if you're wearing plate, your stealth is going to suck. Everyone can stealth. So if you're running around in cloth or leather, you're going to be able to sell fairly well the more that you do it. Um, it really kind of has a scouring me feeling in that sense. And the more you do something, the more it upgrades. The really neat part that I liked was that the more you use a skill, the more it upgrades, and then at some point, you'll get a branch of that skill. So this skill can go one of two ways at this point, and then you can just decide to go option A or option B, and then you rank it up some more, and then there's another branch. And then you can decide that, that skill again, which way you want to go. Do you want a healing proc on this, or do you want a fire proc on this? You know, And then go up another branch, and then all of a sudden there's another option. So as you're developing your skills, you're essentially, you have a skill tree for each of the skills that you're using, which is pretty interesting. Are there so, like, like uh, EverQuest skill tree,
2: Or limited, like how many you can... Like, max out, I guess.
0: Uh, it seems like you're going to be able to max them all out. Whatever you want to do. You know, it, it doesn't. I imagine they're going to throw in some kind of respect thing so that if you went down the wrong path on a certain skill, you can unset it and start over or something. But um, for the most part, it's looking like they're going to have an overabundance of choice in the game. But again, it's at least a year out, so I, I wouldn't set anything in stone until. You know, there's a beta out, or an alpha out, even. I mean, it's all pre-alpha right now. But we are building relations with them, because I know you guys are going to be passionate about it. Even if he as a whole doesn't go there, I know that a good number of you guys are going to want to play it, and I'd like to get you guys in and give you guys the, the early bird tour. On the bright side, they did have Alliance chat in there at a pre-alpha stage, so at least that won't be a problem. <laughs> So does anyone have anything else they would like to ask or um, bring up? That was the Elder Scrolls Online. And from what I can tell, there doesn't seem to be a limit on guild size yet.
5: Uh, There would be guild halls and all that? or How's that going to go?
0: Probably not at launch. Um, We don't know for sure. But um, the reason they flew me out there for those three days was to basically sit in a conference room with their development team and draw on a whiteboard. Uh, they invited four guilds. One guild decided that they didn't have the right water, so he wasn't going to stick around and he bailed. Um, it was pretty funny. But the other guild was Alcades. We played with him in Warhammer. Um, he didn't talk much. He just sat there quietly. Um, I think he agreed with a lot of things I was saying, but he didn't actually suggest anything. And then there was Guild Umbra who, if any of you guys have ever run across their GM, he was so hilarious. It's like having Sinbad as a guild leader. <laughs> the guy had us rolling, but again, he didn't really suggest much. Um, he just kind of reinforced the things I was saying. I, on the other hand, gave them literally four pages of material to put into the guild system. Um, I had their entire white board filled with illustrations. I was drawing up on the screen for them and stuff. So it was it was a good time. Got to meet a lot of the people that you know I knew back in the DOC days um, that were working on DOC back then. Um, we actually had, I don't know if any of you guys know, Emery from Rift, but she's working for Elder Scrolls Online now. Um, so it was kind of neat to see some of the faces that we saw there.
5: What about... Uh... Stuff like World vs World or any of that kind of stuff.
0: Oh it, yeah, World vs World. They have a system that's. First of all, the interesting thing that they're pioneering is essentially building a dynamic server system where everyone plays on one server. Um, each zone is independently spawned off as an kind of an instance that has all the people from your guild in it, has all the people from your friends list in it, and has none of the people from your ignore list in it. And based on who's in that zone at the time it will determine who's coming into that zone at the time. So if there's some nuisance out there and you have them on ignore, uh, it will purposely try to keep you away from them. Um, There's probably going to be some cases where they can't. But, you know, for the most part, if you go into a zone, it's going to be you and all your friends and everyone that's in your little social circle. In addition, they have flags in your profile where you say, hey, I'm a role player. And it's going to throw you in zones where all the role players are. Uh, it's going to try to pair you up as a role player and not have the, the hardcore people that have, you know, hardcore, I hate role play turned on. Uh, it won't pair you up with any of them. In the World v. World mechanic, you essentially join a conquest or a, I forget what they call it, a campaign. Um, and your guild will basically join a campaign and they basically get buffs from that campaign. The campaign world is the pretty much the size of Oblivion. The entire area of Oblivion. Um, imagine that without horses, um, with castles, towers, uh, mines. Everything is capturable. Everything is takeable. Um, everything is siegeable. Um, there's caravans moving around that you can ambush and steal. There's stuff for, you know, solos to do. There's quests for you to do out there. There's... Um, Pretty much everything you can do in the PvE world, you can do out there. And I can tell you the seed weaponry is phenomenal. You can chip away at the wall, whereas it's not like, you know, Guild Wars where you take down the health of the wall and then the whole wall comes down. You basically can put a small hole in a wall, or you can put a big hole in the wall. It just depends on how wide of a scope you want to hit. Um, now, the thing about destroying castles in... Elder Scrolls Online, is what you break, you end up having to fix. When you take it over, you have to repair whatever you broke. (laughs) So if you break everything, you're going to be fixing everything.
5: It's like you can break the tallest tower in the castle, and then you have to fix it.
0: Yep, pretty much. Um, You know, we we put in a a small breach in the wall, and you can fit like one, two people through it at a time. Um, Then you can take down the whole wall, and an entire army can run through there, but... You know once it's all said and done you've got to defend that place until that wall's rebuilt.
7: So are you talking that um, you can't run through characters uh, in that game?
0: They have a bit of collision right now they aren't finalized on anything they haven't set anything to stone on what they're going to be doing um, but it's looking like they're trying to put collision in game. Yeah that was the best part of the arc. So you know we'll see how it works um, as I said, it's a long ways off, so a lot can change between now and then. I've seen games completely do a 180. So, it it's very much a sandbox game. Uh, one of the other things about campaigns is that basically, say, like what we're experiencing now where there's queues. Um, if, say, 15 instances are full or 15 campaigns are full, it spawns open new ones, and you can join those ones and start planning in those ones. Um, Your guild could basically say we want to be in this one. And that essentially is like having our server, you know? Uh, you're part of that campaign. There's going to be campaign groups on the forums and stuff like that where you can talk about that, the progress in that campaign. It's a three-realm game. You have the Evan Heart, the Daggerfall, and the other guys that I forget what their name is. But, um...
5: The Old Mary Dominion, my son says.
0: Yes, that's it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's, uh... The Elves are all together with the cat people. Um, the uh, Dark Elves, the uh, Nord, and the Lizard people are together. Um, and then the Red Guard, the Orcs, and somebody else, I forget who the other one was, are down there in the south end. But they're all fighting over the Eternal Citadel, essentially.
5: Um, how far does Destructible Environment go? Are we talking like you know, little cuts and bruises on the ground. Or are we talking like massive craters? Uh,
0: it's more the keeps. You can turn down the walls. I didn't see any terrain damage per se. It, um, if you played Rift, it feels a lot like Rift. The quests take you from one place to another. Um, one of the cool things I like about the quests is that the environment changes. So, like, say I'm out here and I'm on this quest and this graveyard's all crazy and there's skeletons everywhere and it's cloudy and rainy and lightning striking all over the place. I go into this cave and I kill this necromancer. I come outside and there's, like, deer and rabbit jumping around. Everything's all bright and sunny and, you know, there's a rainbow off on the horizon well, then Don comes over, and he hasn't done this quest, and there's a bunch of skeletons around, you know, looking all deadly, and it's cloudy and rainy and thunder and lightning, but I'm sitting over there dancing around with my rainbows and my kangaroos, and my, my sheep or whatever else, and his world looks different than my world because he's not as far as long on that quest as my, I am. Uh, there will be towns that are friendly to me and hostile to him. If I group with him, it automatically puts me back to wherever he's at. So all of a sudden everything's back and it's all hostile and cloudy and gloomy and I gotta go help him kill this necromancer so that he can see all the ponies and butterflies. So it is kind of neat tone there. Um, another thing is, is when you do the tutorial, if they don't change it, make sure you save all the people. Um, there are basically prisoners, and if you go around and you save all of these people at the end fight of that tutorial, those people are fighting alongside you. If you don't save anyone, you're gonna be facing off with an army. <laughs> so you save no one you're all alone having to fight this army by yourself and <laughs> not good let me tell you so uh little things like that um tie into the game your choices will de- determine what you can do later on um there are certain instances where you're going to want to save somebody there's certain instances where you're going to want to rescue a town or save some kidnapped kid and that kidnapped kid will be in in the town for you every time that you go in there and he'll sell you something um, there was merchants that I saw that none of the other players saw because I did a part of the quest that nobody else did. So it, it kind of really had kind of an interesting approach. It was really weird how, you know, we'd be standing in the same place, and on my screen I see an NPC, and on his screen he doesn't because he let that person die.
2: So can you, like, be a bad guy?
0: Um, to some extent, yeah, but you can't really, you know, you can't PvP in the PvE world. You can't gank. There's no ganking. Um, when you're in the PvE world, it's all friendly. You go in the to the um, the conquests or whatever they are, the campaigns, and then it's all PvP. Um, so it's pretty much an opt-in PvP system. There are no warfronts. There's no battlegrounds or whatever you want to call them um, scenarios. No tournament PvP. So I know that the core group of people that like that are probably going to end up sticking with Guild Wars for that. Or, you know, the Rift Warfronts. But um, it's pretty much going to be a Worldly World slash um, Raider's Paradise.
5: Um, is there, like, a personal storyline you can do? Or is it just basically go oh, yeah? the world, go do stuff?
0: Yeah, your storyline develops as you go. And as I said, things in the world will change based on what you do. Um, so you're basically a main character in this storyline and you've got to decide, you know, are you going to save that person? You're going to let them die. Are you going to worry about this, this epic loot over here and let the city fall? Or are you going to go save the city and then have a, a super duper merchant that sells you awesome stuff later on? You know, I mean, everything that you do, every choice you make changes the outcome of the game.
7: Hey, not to go sidetrack here, but anybody up for some five, five uh, tournaments, got room for a couple. I wouldn't find better gear
0: to do that. <laughs> when I get my head above water, I'm gonna be definitely joining. Uh, but right now, I gotta focus on keeping afloat.
5: Yeah, I will pass for this time, but I'm um, probably get into that as soon as I get more leveling done.
0: So does anyone That's have any question? A...
7: Go ahead. Sorry, Ben. Um, have you put like I haven't really done a whole lot of WVW with you guys since I came out of Guild Wars, but. Do you have any kind of like organized groups, kind of like you did back in Warhammer, where you actually tried to put together like set classes and set roles type thing amongst like random pug WWs?
0: I haven't done much of that yet, but I'm planning on starting to introduce that in our events. I'll probably start with my Oceanic Friendly event um, on Saturday mornings for us USers, or I think it's Sunday night uh, oceanic time. Um, it, well, what I wanted to do is start getting all the range classes in a group together, all the melee classes in a group together, because when you're calling targets, it's really hard for a tank to melee somebody that's up on the wall. <laughs> so I, I think it would work a lot nicer if the melee units were calling targets for melee units and the range units were calling targets for range units. Um, and just kind of starting to work with that a little bit, uh, It's really hard because you can't really call targets for an entire raid or anything of that nature. It's pretty much five people groups and lots of five people groups. Um, Nothing really carries over. So even as a squad lead, I can't mark something for everyone to attack. I can put an icon on your map, but that's the best I can do. Yeah,
7: but when you... I mean, a whole bunch of little groups, I mean, 5v1, will definitely uh, be a lot more effective than, like, 1v1s. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I think... Um, our, our units group up with similar classes will definitely be a lot nicer.
5: Is there going to be, like, ammo for bows or arrows and all that, or it's going it to be like, like here, he was, here's your bow, and...
0: I, I can't really say because the bows weren't even in-game yet, <laughs> but it's... they didn't have a arrow slot, so it sounds like it's just going to be a eternally firing bow. But as I said, it's so far in the early development that you really can't judge anything yet. I mean, we really got to see a lot of stuff uh, be developed before we can really give a sure answer to anything. Anyone else have any questions? Questions about the website? Questions about the family? Questions about Rift? Questions about Guild Wars?
6: I have a question. Is there any concern that if we take on too many games that it might divide the community too much? Like if there's Rift and Guild Wars and, and this
2: new one?
0: That's kind of why we're not saying that we're going anywhere. Um, Already with Guild Wars and Rifts split, it's becoming quite a bit to manage. Um, We're really waiting to see, you know, where Guild Wars goes, where Rift goes, where this other game goes. Um, We don't like to branch out into more than two. In fact, two is pretty uncomfortable as it is. So um, it would take one of those two having a a decline uh, for us to really commit to another game at this point.
5: Is there a chance you might shut down one game and just stay with the other?
0: No, because there's no rating in Guild Wars 2, and there's no World v. World in Rift. And quite honestly, we fought way too hard for Roger Ross' server to uh, just walk away from it. That's kind of our free-to-play home. Um, it'll probably be open as long as we can. Um, I don't want to ever walk away from that server without giving it you know, due process and everything we got. Because, I mean, Roger was a great friend of mine and a very big influential person in my life. And I'm not going to let his name die like that. I just can't it. But, you know, we'll see where we're at when, you know, it gets closer to launch and what's going on where. I mean, if, if Guild Wars 2 isn't doing so well and they're talking about merging our server somewhere, then, you know, maybe we will walk away from it. But as long as Sanctum of Raul is there, I plan on being there. Um you know, I don't see any, any sight in the Eno game right now of, of being near, you know, collapsing, so something would have to go wrong between now and then.
2: I just said that's a, quite a ways off, though.
0: So. Right. I mean, there's, I'm not going to start making plans until I got something solid, and that there's actually a need to fill. Right now, we pretty much have a pull our needs filled. We got the RIP with the rating, and the Guild Wars with the World v. World, and the most part we're happy with it so you know i just say stick with what we got and uh you know if a year or two from now things are different then we'll address that but fog, the yeah. grass is always greener on the other other side of the tracks and when you get there it's still greener on the other side of the tracks
4: now
1: i don't want to tell. all that manure there
6: I can tell you that um, I joined you guys after you guys came to Guild Wars 2. I was a Guild Wars 1 player, and you've made this game so much fun for me. I would—I don't think I would ever be into anything like World v. World or anything like that if it weren't for you guys.
0: And that's kind of what we, we focus on. I mean, we really want to take the person that doesn't like Jexia as perfect example. She hated World v. <laughs> World. I'll never do that. And then we get her out there, and then she's hooked. Same thing with Izzy. You know, Izzy hated World v. World, but we went out and she had a blast. She was loving it, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's about taking people out, showing them a good time, and giving them a different perspective on something that they normally wouldn't like. You know, it's about involving people, making them feel wanted and accepted, you know, and so it just makes me sick about some of these people and their their eternal quest for being number one. I mean, they're sacrificing that and... I wouldn't sacrifice that for anything. Hearing people enjoy this is what I live for, you know?
5: Yeah, before it was like, yes. movie world. Okay, I'll do it. Now it's like whenever want you or Spartan, whoever, I just have a blast. It's like, dude, let's yep. do more.
3: Oh, oh, anytime any of our commanders r- run anything, go with them. You will have a ball.
5: I do, I do. This first week, my first week with uh, you guys, and I'm having a ball, it's like, this is awesome.
3: Oh, at, when I first went out there, I mean, you know how confusing it is. And they were real yeah. good about taking me under their arms. And, and one time I was com- coming back from resing. Tiber says, Jexia, you're going the wrong way. I was trying to get back to the group. I said, yeah, I know I am. But there's a bunch of red names between us. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and by the way, Jexia is one of the commanders you want to follow if she's running something. It's always fun.
3: Oh, thank you. I'm. I am. I, I'll tell you this. I'm not a very. I, I'm learning out in Dubby Dub, but right now I'm not super aggressive. You not said quite. you can teach an old dog new tricks.
0: Yeah, I could just That's see right. Jaxia taking on Spartans commanding style. Yeah, that'd be entertaining.
1: <laughs> Get in there awesome. now,
3: guys. Push through. Kill everybody. I
1: heard just yeah. starting to swear or something. If she did that in style. <laughs> We're taking them to
5: the the <laughs> The other night we're on a cliffside. Spartan's like, we're going. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Move. Move. Fire everything. Kill them all. We're doing uh, great. It's like,
3: we killed that guy. Poor little thing. Make sure you put flowers on his grave now, guys.
1: <laughs> but only after you spike him in the forehead.
3: Right. You got to spike him first.
1: You got to make sure the flowers oh, that's stick, his grave right? Stuff.
3: That's right. You got to have a stick to put the flowers on.
0: There you go, but yeah, I think this next year is going to be a really fun year. Um, Rift is going down some new paths that I, I really like. That you know, they're really starting to finally put some of the content in that doesn't require you to be a hardcore raider to enjoy. Um, you know, and giving people a chance to group up outside of a dungeon, um, I think that's going to be really nice to have. I I really look forward to seeing what they do over this next year. Guild Wars looks like they're going to be doing the same thing that Trials has been doing for a while, launching new content with every major patch. Uh, It'll be really interesting to see what they do with it all. Uh, I'm hoping eventually they'll open up some new races or something to play or some new storylines or something. But uh, I really think that both games are really going to have a nice turnout this next year.
6: Yeah, I would bet Money the Tengu are going to be the next race to come out. They've already got it set up with that Sanctuary next to Lion's Arch and all that other stuff.
1: That's what I've no been dwarves. saying. Dwarves. Dwarves.
5: Can't Can't be dwarves. It really can't.
3: Gnomes. Yeah. Quaggan. I always love to punt gnomes.
5: Oh, I hate the quaggan. They're evil little things. But yeah, the dwarven race is completely Soibles destroyed, though.
0: Not necessarily. Yeah. Well, they're they're just wandering.
5: They're still missing in action. <laughs> the
1: dwarves never dwarves.
5: die.
1: There's two types of dwarves in the Guild Wars lore. There's the Stone Summit, which are dwarves who were just anti-everybody, and then there's the dwarves that sacrifice themselves, turning themselves into stone to fight the Great Destroyer.
5: Yeah, but I want my Mursat. I want my Mursat back. I miss those guys. I'm sure they're
1: around the corner waiting for you. Does anyone have anything (laughs) else that they would want to bring up?
0: Um, If not, I will close this up and let you go about your merry way. Cool. Anyone at all?
2: Uh, Repeat that, please.
0: Anyone at all have anything that they would like to bring up before we call it a a night?
2: (laughs) Not really related to this conversation, but the World v. World tonight, uh, or just any of those events, where does we find which zone we're going to?
5: If you have
0: access to World, just pop in there and ask. Um, I don't believe we have World v. World on the calendar tonight. But we do. Uh, Puka or Patsy is running a World v. World. No, that was at three. Never mind. So no. Uh World V next World, v. World is on SOR Borderlands at ten AM tomorrow. With Juxia. So protect her.
2: <laughs> Just look so down track.
0: And then Groden has one at five tomorrow as well.
2: Are we officially close, sir?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Go back to my way, thanks for coming everyone. We'll be back here on January fifth.
2: You were just waiting for that. What the?
4: Is, is a fantasy?
2: <laughs> Yes, sir. I was waiting for that.
0: He had Bono his fails. finger on that bun for a good hour. I guarantee you.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: that lovely. was
2: your... <laughs> <laughs> you were just itching. That's pretty good. And the best timing, it went off just as I was killing a boss in-game.
0: There you go. Nice. Did your character do a little That's dance? Throw a sword up in the air?
7: Since we will not officially
2: be in raid call together until the new year, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Yule, and all the good stuff in between. Happy Holidays. Amen. Amen. Festivus for the rest of us.
1: Yep. (laughs) Festivus? Oh my gosh. I'll have to tell my husband you said that.
2: Go out there and be safe, drink eggnog, write home about it. Y'all forgot Happy Winter's Day. Wow.
1: Oh,
5: yeah. Uh, Pog, no, no. is there any chance I can get an invite into Rawl? I don't have the one on my list yet.
0: Okay, It's um, the big bang one, Saturnalia. Yeah. If you're Lorgere or higher, um, make sure you go into your Edit Profile and click off that you like PvP. Um, and then hit the Request Re-Invite and it'll prompt our elders to give you an invite on your ID. All oh, in way, that one's just for PvP the then? It's kind of an inventory system. Uh, so that we know who's in who's not.
4: Okay.
7: I checked that all day. <laughs>
4: Bit clear of invites. Cause I got the one tonight to
5: Kia, but I haven't gotten the one to a Kia Brawl yet.
0: What rank are you no in the family?
5: Thing. Uh, the first one?
0: Yeah, you won't get it until you hit Lord Lorger, which should take you about seven days to get to. Okay. Then once you're to Lorger, you'll accept your first Credo, and that's pretty much when we give our trust to you, give our trust.
3: Mm.